Oh. We're terrible. We're just terrible in a way that we don't mind. <laughs> we hope you feel the same way too. Good thing Miles isn't here because I was too lazy to go back and look up all of our early season predictions anyway, so <laughs> I think that was one of the things I listed. Uh, I, I believe I did uh, predict at some point that uh, Jorge Soler was going to get hurt and miss a big chunk of time. Yeah, that was that was a pretty good, uh, pretty good prediction. Uh, I also predicted that Baez would be the key to us making the playoffs, and I was very wrong about that, but... Well, he's Whatever. been good since he's been up. I I was. Oh yeah. I think I think I mentioned to you a couple of weeks ago after he got called up. Like I was like very much off the Baez bandwagon. Yeah. Uh, early on when we were doing these, but since he's come back, <laughs> I've been I'm I'm all in now. <laughs> it's it's the, it's the same old Baez story. He takes you know he sucks and then he like then you start seeing him hitting for a little bit of average and a lot of power. Well, he hasn't he has one home run, so not a lot of power, but you can see like the slugging's still up there. Uh, it's, and then, you know, I, I, I would be surprised if, if he continues to get regular playing time next year, if we don't see him really catch fire a little bit, uh, cause that, I mean, that's been historically his trend, uh, throughout, as he's developed. Yeah. He gets to yeah, well, they still have to, you know, make room for him, too, unless they want to move, uh, Chris Bryant to center field. Kyle Schwarber's kind of uh, take t- t- taking out that whole uh, Chris Bryant's well, just going to move to left field. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, and we, this is probably an interesting place to start. Is like, I mean, we got we got to think there's a trade coming somewhere along the line, right? Yeah. And I mean, if if you're moving people, you're moving Solaire or Baez, right? Yeah, maybe Ca- at least Castro's uh, really bumped up his stock since he got benched. Sure. Which is weird. To yeah, say. I mean that's that's an interesting thing. I would, you know, they, yeah, Castro might be the guy, might be on the outs. I've, it, you know, you 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 got to. It, it's hard to tell if they would see that as him, like, okay, we've recouped some trade value, time to move him, or if it's like, okay, this is a guy that is an important piece to us. I mean, he's he's so even Baez fits the mold of what they want this team to be more than Castro does. Yeah. But I don't know, it's just, it's just been real nice, like, you know, at least once or twice a week, you know, I just look at the Cubs lineup and, like, be like, wow, they could field, like, an entire team and Dexter Fowler of guys that they have under, t- <laughs> <laughs> under team control. And it's not like Dexter Fowler's been bad. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, it's <laughs> it's an embarrassment of riches. Yeah. If, if the, like, if, like on, on most teams, a guy, like, Tommy Lastella is probably what a solid like seven eight hitter, yeah, and and playing every day. Um, the it's it, it's crazy how how deep this team goes right now. Yeah, that that's the nice thing too. I mean, you look at like uh, at the last Cardinal series when you know they lost uh, that last game, which was a bummer. 
But I'm, I'm looking at it, I feel pretty good because, like, you know, they lost on, you know, Jay, Jason Hayward gunning down Rizzo at home. And I'm like, hey, Hayward's not going to be there next year, probably. <laughs> right. You know, everyone on this lineup is going to be here next year except <laughs> Fowler. You know, and even then they might keep him around. I don't know. His, his price tag will probably be too high, but I'm sure they'd like to keep him around. Well, yeah, I mean, who else are you going to plug in the center? That's the thing. Like, Elmora doesn't seem ready. Um, there's not... We don't. We're 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 short on viable options at this point, unless there again, unless there's a a, a piece that gets acquired in a trade somewhere. Hey, maybe maybe they um, resign Austin Jackson. I mean, I'd be okay with that. Really, you'd be okay with Austin Jackson as the everyday center fielder? Yeah, sure. With the rest of this lineup, man, that's. I, f- I feel like I don't know. I feel like we could do better. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's. I mean, maybe that's just greed, given the rest of the lineup. But like you, like in. Um, Looking at his, I'm pulling up Austin Jackson's number since he came over. Um, why don't they? Oh, uh, why don't the they don't split it by team? This is driving me crazy. God damn it, Fangraphs! I thought they did. I might just be stupid. Uh, yeah, I'm bringing it up we'll now. Go, we'll go to Baseball Reference. That'll. Okay. Yeah, it's slip by team. You just got to click on partial seasons. I guess he hasn't been as good as I thought with the Cubs. It's uh, his slash line is two twelve, two sixty eight, three oh eight. Yeah, that's it's that's not. I mean, granted, fifty six plate appearances, but it's not. You know, I, I I wouldn't if he's our everyday center fielder next year. I do not feel good about that. That's I'm at that point. Then I'm watching box scores, hoping Elmore catches fire. Yeah, but that's just him with the Cubs. I mean, if you look at he he was worth two. Two war with his, uh, you know, two thirds of a season with the Mariners, for what it's worth. Honestly, I would be more, I, I would be more inclined uh, let Jackson go and give Alcantara the reps in center, and just see if he can turn it into something. Because at least then that's you know, yeah, you're making buddy. Yeah. Well, they got Caesar, and they could probably find some other scrap heap guy. Sure, but like, yeah, there there are options. I don't. And, and that's, I think that's honestly the best argument to let Fowler go is I just don't think it's worth, like, oh, yeah. any... Yeah, it, he's not worth the money he's going to get. Right, exactly. They'll, they'll do like, the qualifying offer and be ha- more than happy to take that draft pick. That that sh- that money should go towards... Uh, David Price? Towards, towards pitching and for, you know, the inevitable uh, saving money to keep Chris Bryan around as long as possible. <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely the one guy who's not signing an extension. <laughs> yeah, like you would. Oh man, I like. Or, or if he signs it, or if he signs an extension, it'll just be an extension that covers his R beers. Right. So they don't I have mean, to go have through to... the go through the brinksmanship every year. <laughs> right. They they have to do something. Right. You can't let like you can't let that guy go. <laughs> it's. Um, I understand it's Boris, but you gotta you gotta figure out something to keep that guy in a Cubs uniform. Like it's too he's too marketable, he's too good, he's too young, he's too talented. There's the like it's I haven't actually looked at his numbers lately. Let's uh He put, he put up a six win season. Yeah, I feel bad. Who who was it was it Matt Clapp we were arguing with about him putting up five war this year? We were saying oh. it was ridiculous. It's infuriating because like <laughs> The whole point was, like, uh, you can't, you have to manage expectations. Mike Trout is fucked with everybody's expectations. And then this rookie class comes up, you got fucking 
Chris Bryant puts up he's six WAR on the dot right now. And his and, baseball card numbers are great too. I mean, he's, he'll he'll have a hundred RBI before the season are out is out too. Not not to mention, I mean, and it's not just Bryant. Like you look at uh, Carlos Correa's year. You look at um, fuck, who else came up and is uh, uh, was it? Didn't uh, what about any of those twins guy or twins guys? Are they doing any good? I don't follow the AL. All. I feel like most of them were on the AL this year. This okay. Here's here's how let like let's put this into perspective. Here's how good a season Chris Bryant is having. Carlos Correa is going to be the runaway AL Rookie of the Year, right? Yeah. And he's put up three wins. <laughs> Granted, it's a, it's only in ninety one games, uh, but he's hitting he's hitting two seventy seven, three forty four, five hundred. Uh, I believe the same. It's, Essentially the same Woba, 375 Woba to 361 for Correa. Uh, all, like, f- separated by five points of WRC+. Plus. Like, it, it, it's not... What's his, so what's, what's his can... defense like? Because, like, Addison Russell's got, like, two and a half war, and he's not really been hitting that well, but his defense uh, is doing uh, a lot of that. Sure, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a wash on defense, according to Fangraphs, so that's UZR, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or they combine a few of them for their war number for oh. defense, but yeah. Um, so there's, I mean, I mean, that's, that's, that's part of it, but like, but half as productive as Chris Bryant and he's going to be a runaway rookie of the year. Like how is it? And the fact like who is, there's, there's no legitimate challenger to Chris Bryant for rookie of the year, right? Like Jock Peterson fell off. Yeah, like back back in back in June, maybe. But even then, it was based on home run numbers for Peterson. Right, exactly. Like Jock Peterson is is at two point nine wins at this point. Like yeah. who's even serious competition? Okay, like it's it's other Cubs. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean the only, the only thing that could that could steal steal votes away from him would be if some St. Louis writer trolls the Cubs by voting for Grichuk. Really? <laughs> <laughs> like. It's, I don't know. This this year has been insane. Oh, and I was just looking at. Holy shit! Uh, look at it. Russell's numbers. He's been worth minus eight runs on offense. That is, that's that's a problem. But uh, but still two and a half wins. That's. Oh man! I mean, he's twenty one. I mean, no. I the, the glove the gloves not go anywhere. The battle go up. Hopefully, right. and even if it doesn't, I mean, uh, two and a half wins. Damn. Yeah, I mean. That's, <laughs> That's a solid Darwin Barney impression. <laughs> <laughs> He's no Mike Fontenot, though. Uh, <laughs> it's just, and now, like, I guess this is just turning into a, a moment of appreciation for the Cubs rookies, but uh, Kyle Schwarber's come back to earth a little bit. Still a win and a half in 62 games. Like, Yeah, yeah. So this kind of makes me think of a question I saw the other day after we had first submitted stuff for doing this podcast that uh, Stan Cruz had posted on Twitter. So have you enjoyed, uh, at least say the regular season, this team or the 2018 more? Uh, I, I said at the beginning of the month, like if they could, if this team could find a way to win the division, it would become my favorite team ever. They didn't. Yeah. It's still, 
like the, that that 2008 team was just like the last half of the season was just a victory lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm right there with you too. Like it's a lot closer than it was a month ago. Yeah. I mean, I think like the team itself, maybe just some of the players, maybe is more fun just because of all the rookies and Joe Madden's been great. But like we're still in third place and have this coin flip game coming up, so I feel it's harder to get excited about it. <laughs> I, I think someone on Twitter, and I can't remember who, I think it might have been Dylan, but uh, somebody, I, I, uh, I can't remember who, but was saying that uh, about halfway through the year they were hoping this team was the 96 Yankees, but it turns out, like, as the, like if you really think about it, that it's more like the 95 Yankees, which uh, <laughs> it's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's what gets me excited, too. What gets me excited about this team is, is the next three years. Yeah, too, exactly. you know, like with the 2008 team, like you know, you knew they probably had one more year until you know things exactly. probably closed. But uh, you know, if we're just talking about this team this year specifically, you know, I don't feel like it's right to give them credit for that. <laughs> you can't like that does, and that that's the thing that that that's weird is like what does better look like? Like what Chris Bryant put up six wins as a rookie. What does better look like for him? <laughs> Like it, it's it's insane. Like what? It, 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 anything better? You're talking like like if he gets much better than he's been, you're talking legitimate Pujols comparisons. Like what? Yeah, yeah. That's the other funny thing too is that it really you know kind of masks how good a year Rizzo's had too. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I forgot I saw Rizzo's number. I, I hadn't seen Rizzo's numbers because I've been listening to a lot of games on the radio or just having it in a pretty small screen. Although watching it, that I saw his numbers, so I was like, holy crap, he's. <laughs> Got like thirty home runs. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, and that going back to making fun of Matt Clapp, it was like we uh, the, everything that we thought of was that was like patently ridiculous to expect is pretty much going to come true. Like he predicted sixty homers between Rizzo and Bryant. I mean, they're going to fall short, but it's, it's pretty close. Yeah, us. yeah. Uh, the where's where's Rizzo at in homers right now? I think thirty-one, uh, maybe. Thirty. I mean, it's if they go crazy these last couple of days, sixty is still. Uh, yeah, he's at thirty even. Uh, they're they're five short. It's doable. We we still got our our, our Solaire prediction uh, behind us at least, so we can hang our hat on that and kind of pretend nothing else happened. <laughs> yeah, sorry, no, they're they're four short. They need four. They need four homers. Uh, well, there's nine nine and a half games left or something to get to sixty. Like that's Jesus, man. That is. I'm just like you. Just want to bask in this for a second, like. <laughs> Rizzo's Rizzo's been worth minus ten runs on defense, which also where the hell did that come from all of a sudden? Um, but and it's still put up a five point one. Yeah, uh, 5.1. Like, that's... Good God, this team. <laughs> getting, getting hit by, like, 150 pitches probably helped with those war numbers from the uh, OBP. Oh, yeah, for sure. Somewhere I around mean, there. I don't remember exactly what it was. A, a 390 OBP will help, for sure. <laughs> uh, his, uh, yeah, he's he's at 29 hit by pitches. What's, what, what is the national league... Or what's, what's, the, what's the league record for that, I wonder? I don't know. Uh, most hit by pitch. I bet. I bet Joe Morgan has the has the record though. Career leaders. Uh. Uh. 
Hit it by a pitch. Oh. Oh, hey, this is this is fun. Uh, uh, oh, wait, nope, never mind. I was looking at the wrong one. Um, oh, this is for career. Um, I don't know who the first one is, but uh, any uh, you want to take any wild guesses on who uh, for a career leads uh, MLB in hit-by-pitches? I would have guessed Joe Morgan. Uh, no, not in the top ten. Oh, wow. Um... There are, oh boy, there are two guys in the top ten. One of whom makes a lot of sense, and the other one is like, boy, a Scrapton. Well, I, I want to say AJ Przinsky. Uh, no. But I know he's not there, but I want him to yeah. be. Probably not <laughs> enough playing time for that. Man. <clears throat> yeah, I can't think of anyone with enough playing time necessarily. Maybe Barry Bonds or... Joe Morgan, Joe Morgan isn't in the top 30. Oh, wow. I could have sworn he was known for being hit by pitches. Um, or are, are, are they mostly like modern era guys? Nope. Joe Morgan was only hit 40 times in his career. He's tied for 658. Oh man, I wonder who I mixed him up with. Yeah. Um, there are there are no ties in the top nine. No, in the top ten. No ties in the top 20, actually. <laughs> this is just kind of a hit. Is it mostly like modern era people, or is it like mostly in like the uh, 60s and stuff? The two guys I'm looking for are both modern era modern era guys. Uh, Arod. Uh, he is 14. Um. One of whom is a is a uh, the number two guy is a very recent Hall of Fame inductee. Oh man! Like since I'm trying to remember, if this is since I stopped caring about the Hall of Fame or not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Oh, Bezio. There you go. That's he's number two. And then the number five is Jason Kendall. Jason Kendall. <laughs> Jason Kendall is is the fifth most hit person in Major League Baseball, two hundred and fifty four times. I can list off a thousand people. I would have listed Jason Kendall. Uh, right? Exactly. That's crazy. the The number one guy is Huey Jennings, who I have no idea who that is. Yeah, I have no idea. Um. Frank Robinson is number eight, and Minnie Minoso is number nine. Those are the only other... Oh, Don Baylor is number four, but I don't recognize anybody else on this list. Um, anyhow. Um, back to uh, fapping over how good our rookies are. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the only other thing I'd say, too, in terms of 2008 over this year is that I've got no one in this team that I like as much as I like Zambrano, which is the other thing that... Uh, Kind of pushes it over for me too for 2008 because um, is certainly my favorite pitcher who's ever pitched for the Cubs. I mean, I like Baez a lot. He <laughs> <laughs> was barely with the team this year, though. Yeah, but still, uh, I I did have that moment walking around yesterday. I was like, all right, do I do I wear the the Bryant jersey or the Baez jersey? And uh, I went with Baez because today's about the future. And, and <laughs> Brian, Brian's the president, uh, but but you know, five years down the road, hobby time, baby. Uh, um, but okay, so so here's the thing. I'm gonna uh, guess uh, we're 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 gonna compare two lines here. All right, uh, the the player A, 113 game, 113 games played, 492 played appearances. Uh, a 324 to 370, 634 line, uh, 36.3 runs created, or uh, offensive runs, 
Uh, I'm not. It'll give it away if I give it, if I give you the war. Um, player B is uh, 143 games played, 614 played appearances, a 278, 370, 501 line, 33.3 runs created, or 33.3 offensive runs. Who is who? Well, first one's uh, Bryce Harper, right? No. Oh man, I'm trying to think of who else put up such an absurd uh, slugging line. Well, it's enough home runs. Uh, oh yeah, uh, thirty-four home runs. Uh, com- a player has thirty-four home runs compared to twenty-six home runs for player B. Is it uh, like Nelson Cruz and Chris Bryant? Uh, no. Man, who is slugging like six seventy? Who is that? I have no idea. You're gonna kick yourself when you find out. All right, let, let's see if this gets you. He was uh, minus twenty-six point nine runs on defense. <laughs> For a two point five, is this from this year or is this an old? An old uh, no, this this is this is a, a legacy rookie year. Oh, okay. Um, is it Pujols? No. I'm surprised it's taking you this long. Man, baseball's just out of my headspace. Who is it? Also came up as a third baseman. Ramirez. One more. Come on. You got this. Come on. <laughs> he is no longer... He is now a left fielder. Uh, Joey Bats. <laughs> Ryan Braun. Oh. But, I mean, like, that's... Like... I, I bring that up because, like, I that was a legitimate thing. Like, offensively, Ryan Braun, fucking crazy year. I didn't realize his year was that yeah. crazy, his rookie year. Yeah. Dude, dude had a nine high nine hundreds OPS and a four twenty one WOBA in his rookie year, and Chris Bryant compares favorably favorably to it. Like, Hopefully, he doesn't top uh, Braun and a number of uh, uh, drug investigators thrown under the bus. Well, like that's the thing. Like it's it's nice to it's nice that Chris Bryant seems to be a respectable human being. Yeah. <laughs> Not a, not a huge fucking dirtbag. <laughs> yeah, he has to develop his own line of uh, Ed Hardy, uh, Chris Bryant. Not, where yeah. if you see if you, if you, yeah if you see Chris Bryant in Remy T, fucking run for the hills. <laughs> but, uh, um, it's just like it, it's there's something really spe- and he's he you know and he very likely will end up not the most valuable piece on this team like if russell develops the way that people are expecting him to like it's yeah or bias okay. for that matter well sure it, it i can't like i'm just like i don't know i don't know what to say like it's an embarrassment so let all right let's let's move into this whatever happens to end this season uh, we go into the off season. We're, we're setting up the roster for next year. What moves do you make? What, where, where do we go from here? Uh, just get a pitcher and then shrug. <laughs> I mean, like, do you make any concession to the fact that like these are all guys that should be starting, and there's in that it's too clogged a, a, a roster at this point, like? No, what do you do? I'm, what I'm, do you do with Soler? What do you do with Baez? What do you do with Castro? Where, like, what happens with Coglin? 
what happens with Fowler, what happens oh, I with... I forgot about Coughlin. How, uh, Fowler's the only guy who's, whose contract is actually up, right, out of uh, the main guys on the team. I'm, I'm not sure about anybody's contract at this point. I feel like the Cubs have Coughlin for another year. Um, I guess I could find this out. They've got Montero for another year, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah. <clears throat> Like, I, I don't know. I, I think in my ideal scenario, I don't know if it's ideal, because ideal would be keep everybody, but I I, th- I think you have to look into shopping Solaire quietly. Just with his injury history, you need to do that before the league wakes up. Well, I think they'll keep him around for another year at least. Give you think? I yeah, mean, I think he, so. If he has, an, I mean, if he has one more season where he's out 60-plus games for... For injury stuff, like that's that's a real problem. Yeah, but like you know, you, I the, mean, the, the, the cost of pitching is just so insanely high now that you know I don't know what else what else it has to be Solaire and something probably to get someone who's the Cubs can keep around for a while. I mean, do you do you do you package? I mean, it sounds like blasphemy, but do you package Solaire and Castro to the Mets for a pitcher? Like, what? I mean, sure. I'd love one of the Mets pitchers. <laughs> like, that's, I mean, that's a, that's a deal that should happen, right? Yeah, like, I mean, Castro to the Mets is a deal that's had to happen for, like, the last two years now. Right. <laughs> um, it, it's, like, you, you would think that would be enough to get, to get one of those guys, um, Probably, I mean, obviously not Syndergaard, but uh, somebody. Um, the I don't know. Like, it's just like the outfield is so crowded with more coming. You got um, uh, there's where like all right. You you've got to figure Schwarber's going to play outfield. Uh, yeah, he'll he'll catch sometimes. I think I think Madden really likes having him as a. Quasi third catcher, sure, but I mean, realistically, how yeah. much, how many games did he plays? Thirty games at catcher. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who, who catch like one game maybe a week? Yeah, and and, uh, then, and then like you know get double shifted or whatever into it a couple times. Exactly. Like I can't, I can't see him playing more. Yeah, getting getting more than you know. Well, I mean, like the Cubs would certainly love him to get some starts back there and not completely lose that too. I mean, sure, if he could catch, I, that would be awesome. <laughs> you, you got to. I mean, Baez has got to get some play. Got to get playing time. And it, honestly, I think I, like our my favorite defense. My all right, my favorite defensive lineup is uh, Castro at second, Russell at short, Baez at third, uh, Bryant and Schwarber in the outfield. That. Which is why, and you know, it, it, this this is why this is yeah. all at yeah. This is why this is why you want to move Solaire too. Yeah, yeah. This is this is why we're this is why we're. I mean, and granted, I love having Solaire in the outfield. I I would love you know his although his outfield defense has has not been as good as yeah. Uh, he's got a big he's got a big arm, but man, he's looked pretty. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and you know who knows how much of that is you know the oblique injury, how much of that is his continuously balky legs um it uh, but it ju- it just seems like we're heading towards this winter where he gets moved like so you 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 can't 
Yeah, I, I I would find it really hard to believe. I, I I just the math on it of a scenario that ends up with everyone that's on this team right now still being here next season just doesn't seem to work out for me. Like there's yeah. there just doesn't seem to be roster spots. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I see you right. Solaire probably is the guy. Okay, good talk. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> um, I need more coffee. Right. <laughs> uh, so I'm looking back at the agenda of stuff I wanted to talk about. Um, oh, none of that fawning was even on the agenda. Um, it was. It was implied. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> recent Cubs Cardinals series. That's getting fun, isn't it? Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty nuts, especially that last one. Uh, yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of inspired a bunch of writing on the site, too. I mean, uh, not the last one, but, like, the previous one, when I think they didn't sweep, and everyone was disappointed, and I was like, this is great. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. I mean, I... I that, that series, I still had my eye on the division at that point. Oh, yeah, but... yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking even back to, like, June, with that, that one Johnny Peralta game, where everyone... You know, was super upset, and I was just too busy laughing that Molina got ejected while arguing with an umpire while a ball was in play. <laughs> and they uh, lost the Peralta home run. I'm like, eh, I don't really care. You know, that's what kind of inspired my whole like, yeah, I don't really give a shit for like the last like two months of the season right. uh, attitude because I was like, you know, like the Giants were so far behind us after we had that big crazy run in August. Right, and I was like, you know, it would be great if they could catch the Cardinals. Like, I don't really care if they catch the Pirates. Did you, did you see that Hank Schulman tweet? No. Uh, he uh, last night. It's been circulating around, but he was just like, uh, "Congrats to the Cubs. Uh, enjoy your one game playoff. There's no way they're beating uh, Garrett Cole. Cole." And then like hashtag 1908 Billy Goat Curse. Blah blah blah. It's like you. Ugh. Like this is this is the thing. Uh, Stan Cruzet had a thing on BP Wrigleyville today saying like you know things are about to get really bad for us on Cubs Twitter. Yeah, uh, but even then, like when I was when I wrote that other piece of response to Adams where he was talking about just how into the team he was, I was like, you know, I'm kind of laid back about it, but at the same time, like I'm tempted to apply Bears Packers rules <coughs> to Cubs games now. Where I just stay off the internet entirely because I'm just going to get the stupid <laughs> arguments with everyone. Sure. Not so much. Th- not so much this year with the Bears as uh, as in past years, but uh, <laughs> but I, I just I just can't deal with it. I mean, it's just too much. Like even the people I like agree with, I want to get into stupid arguments with. <laughs> exactly. It's uh, we're we're heading into a month of people just being uh, to quote my good friend Kevin Brown, giant fucking diaper babies. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I can't. I'm, I'm, it's, it's one of those things that makes me glad that I'm kind of past the point of like, oh, I need to read every tweet on my feed and like catch it. Like, you know, in the early days of Twitter before you had a ton of followers and you could like, all right, I'm going to backtrack to the last thing I read. The last time I logged on. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of just, yeah, yeah. Instead of just letting the fire hose go and catch in, just tuning in from time to time. Yeah. uh, It, it's, it's, it's nice not. I don't know. It, it's just going to get exhausting. I know. I'm already exhausted by it, and it hasn't even started yet. Um, 
but at the same time, you know, this is this is what we play for, the chance to be irritated by talk about curses in 1908 and blah, blah, blah. Like, fans and all that stuff. Not even from Cardinals fans. Like, I mean, Hank Shulman is just a bitter Giants fan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, those poor Giants fans. Um, like, I yeah. remember with like there was that blow up with uh, Wendy Thurm on Twitter like a month or two ago, when she was complaining oh, yeah, about yeah. the Cubs having all those home games and quasi home games because they were playing the White Sox. And right. I was like, oh, go cry in your World Series banners. I mean, come yeah. on. And they're like, playing, and they're playing the A's right now. So, like, what is enough? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just, you know, I think it speaks to the, the, the nature of sports fandom is to A, be terrible, and B, be miserable. <laughs> like, yeah, we're, 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 we're terrible. We're just terrible in a way that we don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> that should be the new tagline for the podcast. <laughs> we're terrible in a way that we don't mind. <laughs> we hope you feel the same way, too. Yeah. It's like, just... <laughs> <laughs> Listen to our echo chamber for a brief moment. Uh, it's ugh. it's an, it's enough to make you hate everything. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how these playoffs are gonna go. Yeah, it's. I'm already well. I'm already texting back and forth with a Pirates fan of mine. Who? Uh, let me give me a moment. I'm gonna dig here, dig through here for some of the more choice things he sent me. Uh, go um this uh <laughs> I sent him uh I sent him just after a Schwarber home run a few weeks ago I sent him just a picture of Schwarber he said why doesn't that guy have a neck probably steroids <laughs> so that's the level of discourse okay. we're talking about okay, right yeah, now we've, we've established this now okay uh <laughs> this is um this was from a while ago when we were playing the Phillies. Like, thank you, based Phillies. Uh, I really, I said, I really hate that team. He said, die in a fire and take St. Louis with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to which I said, I smell fear on you. To which he said, I think what you're smelling is watching us celebrate a division championship. <laughs> <laughs> we're both idiots. Uh, um. There was a, at one point he said he said to be an arrogant Cubs fan. This has probably never backfired. To which I said, "This is one of my. I'm, pr- I'm prouder of this than most things I've written in my life." I said, "Arrogance, nay. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Schwarb. He is mashing out the baseballs over gates where ivy swarms. He is loose the fateful lightning of the terrible Rizzo. His truth is marching on into November." Oh, we are such huge nerds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so proud of that, can I tell you? Uh, but anyway, so this is this is where we're at with Pittsburgh. If we if we get to uh, a Cubs Cardinals NLDS, I mean, you can't like. First of all, does that just turn into a beanball war? I hope so. Yeah. Well, well, it'd be more war because that would just be we're in the Cardinals' heads. I mean, the Cubs don't really give a shit about this as much as the Cardinals do. Sure, fair. Yeah, you got to you got to think that it'll it'll be it'll be like that. You know, the little beanball war we had in that last series where right, exactly. You know, shit just kind of happened, and the Cardinals the Cardinals were the ones who got all pissy over it. 
yeah that's yeah yeah exactly that's the like i feel like if that if it comes down to that then they're probably having uh like it probably just means they're having valuable guys getting ejected and we're yeah, I'm I'm most worried about that with with Madden around. Like if 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 this were the, you know, O eight team with Lou and they were going up up against the Cardinals and that shit happened, then things would get out of hand. But yeah, you know, with Madden, he's he's kept things pretty loose. Like I one thing I've been saying like the past week is like you know, I don't really see a repeat of that whole uh, four arrows four arrows behind Zabrano game happening again, uh-huh. whether or not the Cubs lose or not. But like. You know, I don't. Th- I don't think the whole playoff thing is going to get in their heads, which is yeah. the which was the big worry back then. There is a very sort of 2004 Red Soxy vibe to this team. Yeah, they're they're just having fun. They're younger, but I mean, they're still yeah. They're goofy. Uh, they're it's it, it doesn't seem you know that that the difference between this and the 2008 team is like that the 2008 team seemed painfully aware of what they were trying to do. Yeah, like you're. Like reading up to the like, Derek Lee was like, "I want to bring a championship to the city." There were those spots with Zimbrano talking about a World Series in Chicago. Like that's you know they would they would shut the city down. Like it yeah, was yeah, it loomed large. Um, you know I think the I think having such a young team, they're they're too dumb to know what it all means <laughs> at this point. I think we got Madden bringing his magicians and snow leopards and. All those other fun things into the clubhouse. It's great. We got our team t- uh, t- mascot, Jonathan Herrera, with his gum bucket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I will say uh, nothing to do with anything, but I, my brother just messaged me to let me know that he uh, he won the lottery to buy tickets for the NLDS. So, oof, yeah. boy, I. I, oh, God, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, yeah, my my, my parents are going to be here for the wild card game. Just randomly, they're on vacation, not visiting us. So, yeah, that that's going to be fun if they lose. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like Cubs lose. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna just go drink this whole bottle of bourbon in front of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> this, oh. See, I I think I could take a wild card game loss, but if it's like. If, like if it gets to the NLDS and we're playing the Cardinals, like that's however if if they lose that, however it's gonna be, it's gonna be brutal. Like if it's a sweep, that's gonna be it's gonna be awful. If it's an elimination game loss, the like oh man, if, that's gonna suck. Ugh. So so really really my my favorite scenario, of course my favorite scenario would be the Cubs to win the division, but that's not gonna happen. But what right. I would really love to see would be, especially since the Pirates are winning right now, I just checked the score. Um, would be if the Pirates tie with the Cardinals and they have to play a tiebreaker for the division. Oh, uh, which which burns... Uh... Which burns Cole, yeah, or whoever the Cardinals tried out there. But that would be the greatest like anti-Cardinals thing. I'd sure love to beat them in a series, but it'd be even more fun if they just lost two one-game playoffs basically in a row and were knocked out. <laughs> Oh, it'd be wonderful. That would be the greatest. Even if the Cubs, <laughs> even if the Cubs you know... Lost to the Pirates in the next round, I wouldn't care. Just to see the just to see that happen to the Cardinals would be like the highlight of my year, e- right. e- even more than uh, the whole hacky scandal thing. Didn't that happen the same day as Chris Bryant call up? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was the greatest day. 
So uh, here, here's a here's a fun thing. Uh, my my pirates fan buddy was saying that uh, as a pirates fan, he would be more scared to see Lester in uh, the one game playoff than he would be Arietta because he feels like uh, there's just like if you eliminate the lefties in uh, uh, that that. The Pirates roster is just fucking terrible against lefties, but they can't hit them for oh, sure. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, kind of bore out in that uh, that Lester-Cole matchup a little bit, but... Yeah, that was a pretty good game. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. But I, I looked that up, and I did notice that... Uh, uh, in, I found a fun fact in the middle of this is that uh, I didn't realize Arietta has a reverse platoon split. Oh, really? Yeah, he has been he's been a nightmare on lefties. Uh, yeah, allowing a one sixty two twenty six two thirty three line against lefties for a two oh nine woba versus two sixteen two fifty nine three twenty five two fifty four woba against righties. Wow. Which, right? Like that's and it's not even like it's not remotely close. It's just. Uh, like that's 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 insane to me. Yeah, that is that is crazy. I mean, you know, even those numbers against righties, you know, <laughs> not too shabby. Well, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Sure. When, but, when, like, when you throw like four shutouts at a no hitter, <laughs> your numbers are gonna look good in general. Yeah, I suppose it's very it's very fair. Uh, 116 strikeouts against lefties versus 104 against righties. Um, I just it's crazy um so anyway do you, do, you uh, think, do you think the cubs should push back his start tomorrow i mean it's kind of a moot point since they're not going to but if it were up to you would you do it so we wouldn't face them right before the wild card game i mean you know why you don't it, it it's not gonna matter as dominant as arietta has been but at the same time like you know what's a day you know yeah yeah like why 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 give them another look yeah, unless they think like, that it'll, it'll mess with Arietta too much to get off his routine, but sure. I mean, that's yeah, that's a fair argument. Um, that, that that's the only argument I could really have against it. <laughs> that's that's my thing. I just like I hope they just he just goes short. You know, let him throw sixty pitches, whatever. Like it doesn't just go six innings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of yeah. That's kind of the pace he's on. <laughs> um, but. Uh, and just, and, like, not, you know, hopefully he doesn't give him too much of a look at his secondary stuff, and, like, I don't know. It, you, just be careful. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's my whole thing. Just be careful. I don't, we don't, nothing matters right now. There's not a situation, like, we don't. We're, we're, we're just watching the calendar till October 7th and hoping like, no one gets like, hurt. Like you said, we, at this point, we probably just want to help them tie the Cardinals so it burns p- uh, pitcher for both of them. Like, yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Also very unlikely. Maybe even more unlikely than the Cubs <laughs> actually winning the division. But uh, it would be nice. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, the rest of the agenda... Kind of, t- we talked about the playoff race for the last month mostly. Anything else we want to cover on that? Um, I think we're good. I probably should go anyway. Um, oh, okay. 
So yeah, we should be back next week, hopefully with Miles, who was selfishly camping with his family instead of uh, canceling that to hang out with us. I hope he's skipping dinner. Yes, or having like spam or something, or bologna, plenty <laughs> sandwiches. Um, <laughs> so yeah, hopefully we'll be back next week and we can dig I up. I hope he's being tortured in the forest gif. <laughs> we could dig up our predictions. I know we had, a, at the very least, a uh, strikeout prediction one, which should be fun to look at. I know yeah. I, I know I took Alcantara, so I'm probably going to lose. I think we picked most strikeouts was the bet. Yeah. Yeah. But uh-huh. I got those written down somewhere, so we can take a look at those next week. Great. Fantastic. And great. It's great talking to you. Talk to you next week. Likewise. Absolutely. You listen to every word.